Today's New Testament reading is from the Epistle to Titus, the second and third chapters. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works, and in your teaching show integrity, dignity, and sound speech that cannot be condemned, so that an opponent may be put to shame, having nothing evil to say about us. Slaves are to be submissive to their own masters in everything. They are to be well-pleasing, not argumentative, not pilfering, but showing all good faith, so that in everything they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. Declare these things. Exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. The saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things, so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people. But avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. As for a person who stirs up division, after warning him once and then twice, have nothing more to do with him, knowing that such a person is warped and sinful, he is self-condemned. When I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis, for I have decided to spend the winter there. Do your best to speed Zenos the lawyer and Apollos on their way. See that they lack nothing. And let our people learn to devote themselves to good works, so as to help cases of urgent need and not be unfruitful. All who are with me send greetings to you. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. This is the word of the Lord.
Titus 2, 6 through 3.15, the proper for today is godly encouragement to practice what you profess. In other words, behave for Christ through Christ. Paul encourages young men, Titus among them, to practice self-control, to be of sound mind, to have their heads on straight so that their outward actions and activities reflect the mind of Christ at work in them. Like them, we give testimony to our Savior through the exercise of a Christian way of life in our home, church, jobs, and community. The source and wherewithal for this way of life is the gospel. By it, we have been given the new birth of faith and its growth and nurture. While the law provides the pattern for this new life of service and submission to God, only the gospel provides the way. Recognizing our Savior's daily love and forgiveness and believing in it is consistently life-changing. People, especially those closest to us, may not always see in us such a clear demonstration of the character and ideals that the Word of God establishes for a believer's behavior. So Paul points us to the cross in Christ. We have a new head and a new mind in Him. Paul applies this teaching even to those who are slaves and bondservants in the Roman Empire. They had little influence on the conditions under which they lived or how they were treated. They could, however, give clear evidence of their relationship with the true God through their attitudes, actions, and behavior under those very conditions. Such things would be seen and observed by fellow slaves and by their masters. One is made mindful of Joseph in Potiphar's house and later in prison as a living demonstration of this very behavior. Their way of life gave substance and credibility to the very gospel by which they had become new creations. Paul calls this showing all good faith so that in everything they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior, that is, dress what we say we believe in the daily clothing of godly lifestyles, attitudes, actions, and behavior. And it is the very grace of God that appeared, Jesus Christ, who brought for all the salvation that we profess. This same gospel trains us to live the very lives we have been called to live in our homes, our churches, our jobs, and our community. Paul encourages the people of God not only to be ready to speak about this new way of living, but to demonstrate it. Being prepared to do this is to recognize and renounce ungodliness, worldly passions, malice, envy, hatred, dissensions, quarrels, foolish controversies, all those things that would hurt and try to destroy our lives in and through Christ. Our preparedness rests not on our works, but on His, on Jesus Christ. He poured out the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit richly, and still is today. So prompted, our attitudes, actions, and behavior can then serve the Lord as works that are excellent, profitable, and fruitful for all people, be it at home, in the church, on the job, or in the community. He ends his letter to Titus as we end our devotion. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen.